Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Surviving Single Parenthood. My name is Nikki Shaw. I'm with Nicole Robinson, and today we're talking about surviving others' emotions. Good morning, girl. Good morning. So, when we talk about surviving others' emotions, we're talking about those times where you feel like you're not a great parent, where someone or your children are saying, you know, you're an awful mom, or your mom is actually saying that you're an awful mom. What do you do in those situations? That's what we're basically talking about on this podcast today. Yeah, so... Basically, we just saying, like, you know how sometimes your children act out and they feel like they want to make you feel bad for whatever, disciplining them or whatever the case may be. And because you aren't doing something that they want you to do, now all of a sudden you're a bad mom. Or you're this horrible person because you decided to discipline or you decided to make your children understand that everything isn't for them. Or you're doing what you can do your best as a parent. Yeah, that mom guilt, you know, when... Times get hard, things get short, and they don't, they can't get what they want. Like, okay, mom, I want to play the video game, but you bought an F home um, from school. So you discipline them and saying, okay, no video game to the F come up. Oh, you're this awful person. How dare you do this to me? Blah, blah, blah. And we as parents, we have to, number one, stay strong and be firm because we know the outcome is you can't always have what you want. Or you have to put the work in so that you can earn what you want. The other, the twist about that, uh, I, I have a lot of mom guilt because I have to work. I'm a single parent. I have to work. And my children always tell me, you know, don't go to work. Stay at home. Stay with us. And I can't. And I feel guilty about not being able to spend time with my children like I should. But I know the outcome is, you know, if I don't work, they don't eat. The lights don't, you know, the lights get cut off, the water gets shut down, and then I'm an awful person at that point, too, you know? Yeah, my mom told me um, one day that don't let your children define who you are. My mom also told me don't let my kids stress me out. She said you can't allow your children to make you feel like you're not a good parent. You know what you do for your kids. It's a lot of things you sacrifice and do for your children right. that don't ultimately that ultimately makes them happier. It makes you more sad and depressed. And there's a lot of people, things that people don't talk about is depression. There are a lot of single parents in general who are extremely depressed and don't even know they're depressed. They are stressed out. And, you know, stress causes heart attacks and any of that thing. Stress can mm-hmm. kill you. The stress so, is number one killer. Yeah, like the fact that you are sitting here stressing out over your children because they told you that, oh, my gosh, you don't ever do nothing. Well, you know you do everything. That's why I say it's very important to be strong within every decision you make from the choice of job you have to the place you live to the rules that you have in your house. You have to be strong. Reason being because you got all these outside entities that want to see you fail, that want to see you depressed, that don't want you to thrive. The worst thing you can do is kick yourself in the balls. Yep. That's that's the last thing you want to do. If you have to encourage anybody, one, encourage yourself. In an in a episode that we talked about a long time ago, we said um, self-care. Mm-hmm. Take that moment. Get up early. Take those moments and encourage yourself. Meditate on and spend that time with yourself. Build yourself up. So as you're starting your day and the kids are waking up and they're going through their routine, you have already have a basis to stand on. Yep. And one of the other things I wanted to discuss too is that 
parents seem to feel like sometimes you know how children have outbursts and all that stuff. Sometimes it's a help, a cry for help. It's not necessarily that they're acting out because they want to be bad. Sometimes they feel like they, they aren't getting enough attention or whatever the case is. But it's also okay to seek family counseling. People tend to not talk about that. You can have family counseling and figure out what's going on. Put your child in counseling. Maybe you can't talk to them the way somebody else can. You know, sometimes children don't want to talk to their parents. They'd rather talk to a stranger. What better way than to put them in counseling where somebody else can assist them other than you? And, and my, it'll help both of y'all eventually. Yeah. And my thing is this. When pe- two people argue, both per- both people who are arguing and yelling and screaming, it's a, that is definitely someone crying for help. I need help. Every time you hear somebody arguing and screaming out, it's a sign of I need help. Mm-hmm. If one person can be more mature and saying, you know what? I love you. You're screaming. You're hollering. How can I help you? Sometimes you got to walk away from your kids. It don't necessarily mean that you got to keep fussing. Even though you're the adult, sometimes you have to be the bigger person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes a child got to be the bigger person and walk away from the adult. I think sometimes being parents, we feel like we always got to yell at our kids or prove a point because we are the parent. Not necessarily. Sometimes it's okay to just walk away from your kid, collect yourself, and come back. And, you know, sometimes you got to talk to them instead of screaming at them. Because I find myself sometimes yelling all the time. And you ain't doing nothing but upsetting yourself, really. Because I find myself stressed out just yelling at these kids for no reason because they done made me mad. And your whole house is basically in chaos because mm-hmm. they're upset, you're upset, and there has been no compromise and no solution to whatever problem y'all were fussing about in the first place. And that's the whole big thing about it. Um, I understand with me and my kids, I work an eight-hour job. They go to school for eight hours. So they feel school is a job for them, too. Mm-hmm. So both of us are coming together. They're getting out of school. I'm getting off of work. And the argument begins. Nobody washed the dishes. Mm-hmm. I work an eight-hour job. And they feel, okay, we work at eight hours at school. So, okay, where's, where's the disconnect? Where is the solution? So both of us are going off about, okay, no one washed the dishes. And they're going off because nobody understands how tired they are and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And that's the clash. And then at the end of the whole solution, um, we get to no solution. And tomorrow, we're back at it again. I, I do feel it. But I, I also feel, as the parent, you are the one that's paying all the bills. You are the one that's providing the meals and the food. You're also the ones that are making sure that your children have everything they want. So they, are, they should uh, do chores. What's wrong with that? But if you can afford it, give them a little bit of whatever. Who And, and I felt like if, if, if one kid decided to do the chores and the other one didn't, give that kid a reward who did the chores, not the one who didn't do it. Also, I feel like people don't understand that when we are in a household and things we do as a family, you realize that you as a parent, sometimes you get things from your own parent. And you realize, I'm doing this, the same thing my mama did to me, I'm doing to my kids. Mm-hmm. So don't get into that thing where, oh, my mama did it to me, so I'm going to do it to my kids. Sometimes you got to stray away from your, what your parents did. Because your parents sometimes made you feel horrible for things growing up, and you don't want to put that on your children. Yeah, because my mom was big on, if you made her mad, you're not gonna, she's not going to talk to you. And that's the worst thing I think that you could possibly do to your child. Stop talking to your child because you're upset. That's all the time we have for today, but tune in next week when we start part two of Surviving Emotions. Um, Thank you so much for supporting us and tuning in. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.